0: If you're an ambitious business owner, ready to think big, rewrite your own rules, and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach, helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Today, I'm talking to Chelsea Berman from Blossom Media, and we're talking about social media and marketing. And in particular, what we're going to talk about is outsourcing. As business owners, we all want to keep in touch with our social media. We want to keep it up to date. We want people to be engaged. We're trying to do all the things that we think we should be doing when it comes to social media, but we don't always have the time. So I thought we'd have a chat about outsourcing. And what we're talking about is when we should be looking at outsourcing. How do we know when we're ready to outsource? What are the questions that we should be asking somebody before we hand over our social media to somebody else? We also touch on Facebook ads and we have a really good chat around really specifically what it is you should be doing when it comes to outsourcing your socials. So let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Chelsea Berman.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Very excited to have you here today. I'm going to go and say it straight out, Chelsea. I'm feeling like super old chatting to you. (laughs) I actually have a daughter who is your age and while she's... She's an intelligent and she's an extremely capable young woman and I can most definitely see her thriving in her own business one day but she's taking the traditional university route and you are not. So tell me, how is it that an intelligent young woman such as yourself finds herself fully booked and running her own six-figure business at the age of 21?
1: Yeah, good question. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess I'll tell you a bit of my business story and how I – came to be yeah a business owner at well, I'm now 22 so getting getting older um, but um, yeah definitely a young business owner which is awesome and I'm so grateful right. for that um, so yeah basically uh, it started out at the end of school when I did actually start uni um, in a bachelor of marketing and media did one semester and just really was not loving it. Um, I was always very academic and I do love learning, but just something about that environment and I think the specific content we were learning in semester one anyway was just not aligned to what I wanted to be doing. Um, So I decided to defer and see if I could get a job in marketing to kind of learn more on the job because I'm definitely one of those people that learn by doing rather than, you know, reading a textbook kind of thing. Yeah,
0: and the theory theory can be... It just can be awful, really, yeah, like, first semester, I think of every university degree is just hideous, but yeah, <laughs> you know when it's so theory heavy, it's just so fun when you can actually get out in the real world, so oh, for sure, um, not a bad decision, I'm thinking at this stage, but anyway, keep, going.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely thankful that I did make the decision, although at the time it was quite scary, and I don't know if my parents approved one hundred percent, but um, yeah, anyway, made the decision and did a few random jobs, um had an internship at a marketing company, and then I basically got this job at a marketing agency um, where I live. I didn't have to commute to the city, which was amazing. And, yeah, basically I worked there for two and a half years, Learned so much about marketing. It wasn't um, specifically social media or what I'm doing now, um, but it definitely made me, you know, learn so many skills that I wouldn't have been able to learn otherwise. And then basically I started doing a bit of freelance work on the side. I knew that social media is obviously an interest of mine. I grew up with it. It's always been a part of my life. Um, So it is something that I really love. And I basically started, yeah, doing some freelance work on the side, working for some friends and basically got so busy that um, I decided to quit my marketing job and, yeah, start doing my business, which... Again it was a scary decision, but it has worked out so far. So it's been a really awesome journey.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you've just got to make the decision and just step into it and
1: make the most of it, yeah. don't you? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad now that I did. So Yeah.
0: yeah. And I, I suppose working in a marketing agency for a period of time, even though you said it doesn't didn't actually teach you what it is that you physically do Mm. for your clients today it gives you a really good feel I think of how business works you know when you can actually experience it from a strategic perspective you know what is marketing and why do we do marketing and yes you get it at a I guess at a higher level but when you can actually step into a position and learn from others and then take I guess you just take what it is you can out of that and apply it to your business today and help business owners yeah
1: yeah for sure and you know working with so many different clients at an agency Definitely help to be able to manage clients and you know work with different types of people. So yeah, definitely such a valuable opportunity.
0: Yeah, and I guess the thing with the world of technology and social media is that it allows people to step into their own kind of early without mm-hmm. necessarily having to do the full professional university degrees. And it's kind of yeah. like it's a gives people like you Charles and lots of others like a perfect in to yeah. Business, do you know what I'm saying? Without having to sort of go through all the, my uh, my daughter is doing a dietitian degree, yeah, and she can't become a dietitian unless she's done this degree. So you know, yeah, the, exactly. I'm I'm a CPA, I'm an accountant, I can't be that unless I've done the specific degree. But mm. I guess the world of technology and social media, it really does open things up for people who are just not university minded, I suppose.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think I guess I was lucky that I did choose marketing as a kind of career path because, yeah, I don't think in that specific career um, a uni degree is necessary. I think you can learn so much on the job and obviously online training, you know, there's so much amazing training that you can invest in and I have invested in. Um, so, yeah, definitely obviously university is important for some specific jobs and you have to do it. But um, I think for something, you know, that's creative like marketing, it's really um yeah amazing to be able to learn in different ways.
0: Yeah and I guess the thing is too so I'm 46 you're 22. Yes. So there's a big age gap there for us and the thing I guess is when we contrast you know women such as yourself and women such as me when you look at that age gap yes there is an age gap but there's a significant skills gap as well because I grew up not needing to know that sort of stuff. I didn't need to know a lot about technology or social media. And there's a lot of people, lots of people my age that are like totally, you know, across it and that's their thing. That's their jam. That's what they are great at. Yeah. I am not one of those people and there's so (laughs) many people out there like me, I guess. So I wondered, do you get a lot of clients that are sort of in that older age group that just don't want to do it themselves, or
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. I think most of my clients are yeah, probably around that kind of age group. Um, they haven't grown up, you know, with social media and with technology like I have, so it is a bit harder for them to kind of grasp. And they're they're so busy, you know, business owners. They have so much more to do, um, you know, running a business, working on the business. So to have that kind of social media side of things that they might not love or might not be great at um, handled for them is really a lot of help so yeah I definitely yeah. find that I'm working with mostly people in that older age group.
0: Yeah and I guess the other thing is that when I was going Uh, in our business, when we wanted to implement anything to do with social media, I would always fall back on a younger employee and just say, go Mm. and take care of the Facebook or go and take care of this or whatever. But that was a few years ago now and things have changed. You can't, I don't think these days that I could do that. I don't think I could just rely on any random younger person, employee in the business to say, okay, well, can you just take care of that and handle that? Because it's Mm. a much more competitive market these days out there and you really need to be super intentional and purposeful and strategic with your social media so it's not just a case of saying okay well I'll get uh, my daughter to do that who's that age or I'll get you know the young employee who loves who's always on social media to take care of it it really does require a professional doesn't it
1: yeah I 100% agree I actually shared something um, on my stories the other day saying someone else's quote saying that um social media isn't an intern's job because I think a lot of yeah a lot of the time people just go oh you know the youngest person in the company can handle the social media. Um, I see it a lot happening at kind of restaurants and cafes where obviously they can't you know afford to outsource it all the time so they just get one of the younger staff members to do it but I think yeah definitely a few years ago that could have worked because you could just kind of post nice pictures and things you know moved along smoothly but I think now as you said things have to be so much more strategic, so much more purposeful to really stand out and really grow your presence. Um, So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. There's a lot of training and upskilling that needs to be done, I think, to do it right. Mm, Yeah.
0: So Blossom Media is your business and you do a lot of um, social media work for business owners and you also do Facebook ads.
1: Yeah.
0: So keeping in mind that that's what you do for other businesses, is Is outsourcing a smart move for business owners?
1: Yeah, um, so I guess it depends on a few factors. I always say when it is, I guess, the right time to outsource your social media comes down to a few factors. I think if you don't actually enjoy doing it, it's a really good idea to outsource because I know a lot of people just hate social media and don't enjoy being on it or posting. My hand is up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you might be one of those people and that just means it's going to be one of those tasks in your business that you just dread and you're not going to you know, do it consistently and in a really passionate way. So that's a good time to outsource. Another one is obviously if you don't have the time, you're a busy business owner, you have so much more to do. Um, so outsourcing that part of your marketing is a really good idea. And then the last one would be if you aren't getting those results that you want or the results that you need um, to really grow on your socials and make sales. So I usually say, either of those three or if it's all of those three, sometimes it can be all of those three people have and then, yeah, it's definitely a good idea to outsource then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so there are some reasons why we should look at outsourcing. What about, do you see certain businesses that really get more from it, see more results from it as in like is there a certain size business? Do you have to be around for a period of time or does does it not really matter? So you have to be a growing business. Do you have to look like some sort of particular business in order to put your hand up and say, okay, I'm ready to outsource now and get my social media sorted?
1: Yeah, no, I don't really think there's a specific size your business has to be. I know people that, you know, have just started their business and hire someone straight away because they really want to kind of get out of the gate running and that really good social media strategy. Um, And then I know, you know, huge businesses that have been doing it just in-house or by themselves, Um, and then, yeah, they really just need to outsource it, get it off their hands. So, no, I don't think you really have to be a specific type of business or a specific size. Um, but yeah I think when it does work best which I talk about this a lot is when people actually try create a bit of a personal brand around their socials. so that is whether you're an e-commerce business or a service provider it doesn't really matter showing your face allowing your audience to know like and trust you and really building a community around that that's when I definitely see the best results um, with other people's social medias and with my clients so I always re- recommend trying to yeah create a bit of a personal brand around your socials for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, how about this one? So the one thing I th- suspect that will hold people back. I'm thinking there's probably a couple of things that might hold people back from outsourcing their mm. socials. One of them's probably their marketing budget. Would that be correct? You know, the cost involved. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What kind of costs? Like, and don't I mean? And what you say now isn't necessarily an indication of your pricing, but just yeah. generally in the marketplace, what do you sort of see is, you know, like a, a an, an expected cost, you know, yeah. I'm say, i saying cost, I shouldn't actually say that. I think it's more of an investment, you know, mm. we're investing in something that's going to help grow our businesses. So what sort of investment would you sort of typically see out there for a for say a, a month by month engagement
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for social media management, obviously it can really vary depending on people's experience um, and I guess how big their business is. Obviously, if your business is much smaller as a social media marketer, you can get away with charging less because you don't have all those expenses and you aren't trying to really grow your business. But um, yeah, I think it can really be anywhere from, you know, maybe $600, $700 a month up to, you know, $2,000, $3,000 $2,000, 3000 if you're really getting a big agency um, that obviously charges those higher prices because they need to. So, yeah, it's quite varied, but I think there are so many people that do it um, and do it in a really good way. So it is quite easy, I think, for people who do have a smaller budget to find someone that is in their budget um, and can really help them as well.
0: Yeah, I tend to talk a lot about, um, in particular with service-based businesses, people's return on time and looking at mm. how you're spending your day, how you're spending your time and where it is that you can best place your most precious resource, which is your time as a service provider. So mm. if spending all of your time on social media is the best place for you to spend your time, then fantastic. However, yeah. I suspect it isn't in the majority of, of cases. So, mm. you know, when we can sort of peel away the things that we don't, need to be doing and that somebody else can do for us and probably do it better than we are. then it really does become like almost like a growth strategy, doesn't it? Like an investment in the growth of your business if you can outsource that stuff.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I've also found that kind of in my own business outsourcing things um, because I did hire a VA um, earlier in the year and that has helped so much, um, as you said, to help that return on time and for me to really focus on the things that are going to drive the business forward, you know, working one on one with clients, social media coaching, strategy, all that kind of things that only, I guess, only I can do in my business. Um, And then having someone to, you know, handle the other things that um, I can train them up to do has helped so much and has helped me really be able to grow. So, yeah, I do see outsourcing as an investment no matter what it is because, It's going to help you really focus on the things that you need to focus on and, of course, if it's someone, you know, that's a lot more experienced than you and can get you really great results, it's going to drive your business forward as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if we were to consider outsourcing and we were thinking about it, we're looking for someone to outsource our social media to, do you have any specific questions that you think that we should ask an expert? Is there anything in... Anything specific we should look for as somebody who doesn't know anything about one outsourcing Mm. and two how much hope we should be spending, you know, who is the right people to go to. What how how do you go about it? How do you start the outsourcing process?
1: Yeah, I think it can definitely be tricky finding a social media marketer because There's so many out there, so you don't really know, you know, which one's going to be good, which ones might be not as good. Mm. Um, So there are a few things you can do. Um, Obviously, I guess um, quite an easy step is to look at their reviews. Usually they'll have, you know, a Facebook page with reviews from clients, and that's a good um, idea to kind of just get a grasp of, who they've helped before and how they've helped them Um, and if that kind of aligns with what you need. Also, you can ask them what social media accounts they're currently working with and go and have a bit of a stalk and see what they're doing there. Um, I always think that definitely, you know, getting on the phone and having a chat with them is really important because you really need to make sure that you like their personality and that you guys um, do gel in that way because you will be working quite closely with them and they're going to be really representing your business on social media. So you want to make sure that their personality and their style really aligns with yours. I think that's quite an important part that some people might miss out on or not um, really think about as much. Um, I also think um, obviously their own social media being good is um, a good thing to look out for. I know some social media marketers, they get really busy and they kind of neglect their own social media. But personally, I think, you know, if we are teaching people social media, we really do have to walk the talk and really show people that we can at least do our own social media as well as our clients. So I always like to look at that as well and see kind of what they're doing in that space. Yeah, that's a really good tip
0: because I feel as though there are certain businesses that can get away with not having... We own an accounting firm um, as an aside to Simply Smarter Numbers. Yeah. Um, My husband and I um, also have an accounting firm. And I feel as though accounting firms in general, so uh, I know a lot of different accountants and a lot of different accounting firms, and there's some great people that do some great work out there. But I feel as though a lot of them, they can actually get away with not having the big, huge, fancy website and the big... Social media presence and you know doing all of that sort of stuff. However, if you were a, a website designer, then you need to have a fantastic website. Yeah. Do you know, yeah, so I guess that's sort of picking up on the point that you're making there is mm. you really showcase you know, your own skills in your own business, don't you?
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's where you can learn so much as well, um, you know, doing it for yourself. And obviously, you know, if you are a social media marketer, using social media to market yourself is such a great tool because you know what you're doing, you know how to get those results. So you might as well use them on yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. And I guess you could also always outsource it yourself, you know, do the paid work for your clients, but actually outsource your own social media um, presence to somebody else who is, you know, perhaps equally as competent and, and yeah, and take care of the clients, leave you with more time to take care of your own clients.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think if you have kind of a VA or a team member that you can yeah, really work with to um, outsource your own socials, I think that could be a great idea if you don't want to, you know, focus on your own brand and you do have all the clients that you need to focus on, which can be a struggle to do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So I notice you also do Facebook ads. So Facebook ads, are uh, they're like a big beast, aren't mm, they? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot involved in Facebook ads. Um, I've Once or twice I've sat down and sort of tried to tinker away with them, but I can't deal with it. Yeah. I, but i'm I'm just not that way-minded to start with. but I've really I was having a look on your website actually, and you have got some really interesting case studies on there about the Facebook ads campaigns that you've been mm. running in the past for your clients. and, there's some amazing results that, that you can potentially get when running Facebook ads. And do you mind if I just like quote a couple of the little things that you had in the case studies on your website?
1: Yeah, go for it. I
0: find the numbers like extraordinary. So, you know, you've got one example there where somebody had spent say $1,500 and they've, they're grossing over thirty-seven thousand dollars in revenue just from Facebook ads. That's you know a twenty-five times return on ad spend is huge. Yeah, and and then another one that got ninety-seven times return on ad spend where they spent thirteen hundred dollars and returned one hundred and twenty-five thousand for a client. So these and these numbers that you've put up there, they're a screenshot from the actual Facebook ads. Manager, aren't they? So, you know, yeah. these are real numbers. They're yeah, true. I can't lie about it. <laughs> no, that's it. So, real numbers, it's legit and it can actually happen. So, mm-hmm. Facebook ads are a real way for any business to grow their business. And particularly, I guess, in these times, um, coronavirus times where everybody's working from home and trying to do things differently. What kind of businesses do you see, Chelsea, that really benefit from? Facebook ad campaigns, is there any sort of industry that really benefits more than others?
1: Yeah, so I've actually moved quite recently just into the e-commerce space because I was just finding, I was doing a few ads for service providers, mostly for e-commerce, and I was just finding the results with e-commerce were just so incredible. Um, I think all of those case studies I have on my website are from e-commerce and I just think, you know, obviously selling a service is quite hard to do through a Facebook ad, especially if you're targeting cold audience that's never heard of you before, you know, why would they then go, and spend, you know, hundreds or thousands with you to provide a service when they don't really know that much about you. Um, I think it can be great for awareness for service providers for sure um, and creating kind of lead funnels and that kind of thing. But, yeah, e-commerce, I think it can be easier in a way because sometimes things are you know impulse buyers. you can see a beautiful photo on a Facebook ad it speaks to your needs and you can just go ahead and buy it straight away Um, so I definitely prefer working in that e-commerce space and in terms of I guess the type of people or type of businesses it works best for I always recommend those businesses that do have kind of warm audiences already um, warmed up I guess Um, so that can be You know, they have a really great social media presence and engaged audience there. They're already getting, you know, good website traffic through other marketing tools um, or and um, they can have a really great email list as well. So having those warm audiences already in place really helps elevate those Facebook ad results and those great results that you see on my website are from, you know, people that already did have those things in place. So that's something definitely to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, so when it's when it comes to getting to the ultimate point where you can run Facebook ads and make money from it, it takes a little bit of work in the front end. You know, it takes yeah. time. What sort of time frames does it take for people to build these lists and build that sort of awareness and engagement? Assuming they're doing a good job of their social medias? is this like is this like a twelve month lead time, or is it a does it take a couple of years is it kind of the the social media outsourcing that we were talking about previously is it that type of thing that sets them up for these sort of successful facebook ad campaigns
1: yeah for sure so yeah i guess time frame wise it really depends um i think if you're you know starting out and you're this is the first time you've ever you know been on social media and really warming up those audiences it can take you know quite a few months or even years um I do think, you know, you don't have to have huge audiences to start Facebook ads, but you do need kind of something there to really get those results. And I think, yeah, outsourcing definitely kind of makes that a faster process because obviously you'll be growing a lot faster, you'll be getting more engagement And that really helps um, with obviously building up that warm audience that you can then use in Facebook ads to retarget and find new audiences. Um, So yeah, definitely that outsourcing is a great thing to do. Um, The organic side of things kind of before you invest in the Facebook ads. And that's what I've done with a lot of my clients too. They kind of start out with just the organic social media and the social media management. Then we build that up and then they want to invest in paid ads and in Facebook ads. And then we kind of move into that space as well. So I think doing both of them kind of side by side works really well as well.
0: Yeah, no. It's really interesting and when you start talking about Facebook ads there's so many different elements to it. Is there any benefit to people having played around with F- Facebook Ads Manager prior to outsourcing, do you think? You know, is there any real benefit in kind of having some idea before outsourcing their Facebook ads or, you know, is it safe to just say okay, I'm going to hand it over to somebody else?
1: Yeah, um Yeah, I guess that's a bit of a tricky one. It can work either way. Um, You know, I do have quite a few clients that really just have no idea um, about Facebook ads. So they outsource it and they really don't have to worry about it or even look at it. They trust,
0: yeah. Yeah, they trust. They trust that you're doing the right thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, but then I have some clients that, you know, have tried Facebook ads before and do know their way around the platform and they like to, you know, look at the ads more and really make sure obviously that I'm doing the right thing but also that they can kind of see the results and interpret the results themselves as well. Um, So I think it can definitely go either way. It depends I guess how much kind of knowledge and control you want over it because obviously if you do have some of that education around Facebook ads you can really um, I guess control your ad manager a bit more, bring ideas to the table and really know what they're doing whereas obviously if you have kind of no idea about Facebook ads that will be a bit trickier.
0: Yeah. And I suppose the other thing too with Facebook ads and social media is everything is changing all the time. And yeah. for as a business owner, it's hard enough just to keep up with the day to day of running a business and servicing clients and doing all the things that you need to do anyway, without trying to keep up with the changes and the the different algorithms and things that are happening and all the talk about this is working now and this is not working now. You know, yeah. I guess when we outsource it, it's all, all of that's taken care of, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I'm in so many, you know, different social media Facebook groups and on newsletter lists and, yeah, I really obviously need to keep on top of all of that. But I think something that I do and a few other social media marketers do is really, I guess, not get caught up in that shiny object syndrome um, and really make sure before we kind of jump on a new social media trend or change, you know, something in our content strategy to work with a new algorithm, really make sure that that's actually going to, you know, stick around and that, that specific feature is really bringing those results. So you know, we're not just jumping on every single new thing because obviously it changes a lot. So that's definitely something I like to keep in mind as well. Mm,
0: yeah, no, it's really interesting, and it's something that I know a lot of business owners are always thinking about. Is you know, yes, I know I need to do more social media. Yes, I need to know. I I do know that I need to increase my presence on social media, but not. A lot of people love doing it. I was actually yeah. presenting in a uh, a live thing yesterday. I live in Victoria. So for the first time in a long time, I was able to go and stand up in front of a crowd and actually do a live um, talk to some people. Yeah. And that actually came up, which was great to see some humans again. Yeah, But the thing is... You know, when I said we were at one point talking about social media and, you know, perhaps we should be consider outsourcing various tasks within our business. Social media was one of those. Mm -hmm. And I sort of said, oh, that's the one thing, you know, that I need to take care of, that I need to outsource because I don't, I don't love it. I'm not that good at it and so on and so on. And it was kind of like the room was a bit split. You know, some people love doing the social media stuff and other people are just like me and just no I just don't want to do it so I guess that factors into it to a degree as well doesn't it you know like just get it off your desk if it's not something that you love if it is something that you love doing just make sure what that you're doing it well like what advice would you give somebody who's like never going to outsource it wants to keep doing it but it's not their primary you know they're not a social media person yeah can you give them advice on how to sort of learn it or be more strategic or what do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of obviously great paid training that you can do to really keep on top of everything and make sure you are doing that strategically. Um, Of course, also there's so many free resources as well, you know, following other social media marketers on Instagram and their newsletter list, they're giving out so much free value. So that's a really good thing to kind of make sure you're on top of just so you know everything that's going on and you know kind of how to do your social media the best way possible. Um, I also think if you do love it but you do seem like, you you know, you're running out of time to do everything, you could work with, you know, maybe um, a social media manager that's just starting out or more of a virtual assistant kind of role and you actually kind of do the strategic side of things and then they kind of do, you know, the engaging or the content or the parts that you maybe just don't have time to do but you still really want to be active on your socials and be a real big part of it. So there's definitely ways you can, you know, maybe outsource a bit of it but still have a really big role in it as well if you do love it.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, that's great. Great advice. Well, Charles, thank you so much for your advice. It's been great having a chat to you today. I've, it's the kind of stuff, social media that just like sometimes just sends shivers down my spine because <laughs> I'm not a total lover of it, but I do appreciate it and I appreciate what it can do for business. And I yeah. appreciate the fact that so many people really do know their stuff when it comes to social media. So thank you so- so much for joining us. Where can people find you? Do you have a particular place people can go to maybe, I don't know, if you have a special downloadable or a website that's that you'd love people to go visit?
1: Yeah, yeah. So my website is blossommedia.com.au. On there I have obviously all the info about me as well as my blog and I also do have a free downloadable that's all about creating your social media content strategy Um, So that might be a good thing for you guys to go and download if you do want some more info about creating really strategic content and growing your socials through your content. Um, But also, of course, I'm really active on Instagram. So if you want to come and follow me on there, it's just a blossom media with an underscore at the end. Um, So yeah, come and say, hey.
0: Perfect. And actually something like a content strategy download, might be something that's worth sinking your teeth into as a business owner just to say well Mm -hmm. okay I'm going to have a look at this I'm going to look at it from above and say okay is this something I want to sit down and do or is this something I want to get somebody else to do for me is it something like you say that I want to do and then get the VA to just take care of the engagement side of things so it might be a really handy place to start as a business owner looking to outsource and make the most of their of their social media
1: yeah definitely I think that's a great idea
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was great to have you on the podcast and wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a wonderful week and we shall talk again soon. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business and I'm honoured that you tuned in.